everybody and welcome to Heartbeat. We are preparing very quickly, very soon, uh, in, we're entering into the season of Lent. And Lent, um, the word that comes to my mind is repentance. And repentance is, yes, being sorry, I guess, for what you've done, but it's, it's thinking about your life and then making changes. It's turning around if you need to totally, you know, 360 and going the opposite way, or it's just in a way realigning yourself with Christ and how he wants you to live. I was really struck by a sign that I saw in a church not, not long ago, and it says this, God's presence is interwoven in the very fabric of our daily lives. God's presence is interwoven in the very fabric of our daily lives. You know, we know the Lord is coming again. We have just really not long ago celebrated Christmas where Jesus came for the first time to earth. Well, he tells us when he lives on this earth that he's going to be coming again. And it'll be the end times, it'll be the day of judgment where he calls everyone who is his own into his kingdom to live with him forever. And I need to place myself in his presence. It's like, well, I don't just sit back and wait for God to do it. He desires with this relationship that he desires to have with us, that we meet him, that we are excited to be in his presence, that we see in the very fabric of our daily lives, God's presence. He said, Jesus said, well, his name, God said, meant Emmanuel, which is God is with us. So he's with us in our everyday lives. So he wants us to use our energy and our will to meet him. We have just recently at Christmas, remember the angels saying, come, let us adore the King of Kings. Well, it's not just at Christmas time we sing that. That should be a song that's in our hearts always. Come, let us adore our King. The Lord is coming. We need to express this longing to the Saviour. He wants us to return. That's what repentance means. Return back to what it should be like. To have this longing that Jesus is in our lives now, daily, and into the future. And he's coming again one day. The desire of old, and I'm calling it of old because it, it's returning back to what the original plan was of God. This desire should be sustained by hope and trust in God. That our confidence is founded in the consoling reality of the redemption. What does that mean? Because we know that Jesus died and rose again and has given us the chance to have eternal life, this relationship once again with God. That's what we trust and hope in. We look to our Jesus. We don't look to necessarily our daily lives where it might not be good. The circumstances in our lives may not look well. It might look bad and confronting and, and stressful. But if we look to Jesus, he is our hope. He is who we trust in. He's already accomplished this redemption, this saving grace that he sent to us. It's already done. 
So if we live knowing that it's already done in our lives, we actually live with hope. We live with this this um, positivity. That's not just a positive outlook, but this attitude of knowing God is with us. God loves us. God is in control and he has won for us this eternity. He has saved us for himself. In Matthew 25, 13, it states this, and it's talking about the bride and the bridegroom. And the bridegroom is Jesus and we are the bride, the church, the people of God are the bride. And it says, keep awake for you know neither the day nor the hour. So in this, in this Lenten season, we want to actually refocus and keep awake again or wake up if we've fallen asleep. We need to be listening for what the Lord is trying to say to us right now in our daily lives. If he's in the fabric, the threads, how we're made up, then he's got a, de a desire to relate with us. He, he has opinions. He wants to share with us. He wants to tell us how much he loves us. He wants to give us his grace. So if we keep watch, stay awake, meaning keep faith with Christ in the little events of our daily life, see God in them. Being where we are, we're supposed to be having ears to hear, our hearts open. You know, although history, this history was 2000 and 23 years ago, this longing, this longing should be fresh and new and being developed even more that we have a longing for the Lord. This longing, the only way to describe this feeling, this emotion, this desire, this position, it should be actualized daily in our lives, renewed that ever deeper and fuller reality in our Christian soul that we want Jesus, that we can't do without him, that he is the air that we breathe. He is the essence of us. And we have this longing, this desire for him, just like it describes where a deer pants for running water to drink. We, want, we desire this drinking of our Jesus daily in our life. You know, this expectation of the expectation of the Redeemer, you know, for many years in the say in the Old Testament where people were longing for the Lord to come, the Messiah. Well, he has come. Do we have then, oh, he's come, so the longing's gone? No, this longing should grow and grow and develop and just just be on the tip of our tongue, be in who we are, be in every molecule of our being. And we celebrate the mystery of this word made flesh by arousing in each one of us an intimate personal expectation of the renewal of the coming of the Lord again. So at Lent, it's like, let's reinvigorate ourselves and not just us. Let's ask the Lord to grace us with this longing, with this desire for him. And if we need to change areas of our life, may the Holy Spirit guide us on what needs to change. If we need to go deeper in him, let the Holy Spirit, you know, dig the well, dig the hole so we go deeper in our Lord. You know, it's a new beginning. 
Lent is a new beginning. Don't see it as a, as a, I don't know, the sackcloth and ashes on our back. If that's what God asks of you to repent, to um, pray more, to uh, give alms, which he does, to fast. It's not because he wants bad things for us. It's because he wants us to understand more and have this longing of him more so he can grace us more in our lives. It's him who blesses us. It's him who grows our, our businesses, who helps our family in our harmony and unity of relationships. It's only God. And so we have this longing and a desire for him in the very fabric of us. So as Lent begins, think with this mindset of, Lord, increase my longing, increase my longing for you. And if that means that I give up things, if that means I take on things, whatever it is, whatever the Holy Spirit puts on my heart to do, may I do it well. And may I long for you, O Lord. Why don't we pray and ask the grace of God to give us this longing? name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. O loving Father, O Jesus our Saviour, O Holy Spirit, grace us with your presence this Lent. Pour upon us this, this grace that you can give us to long for you more, to desire for you more. Give us the strength and courage to persevere in this longing for these 40 days that you show us what we can put on, what we can take off, what we can change, what we can turn around, and then let us wait upon you so that you grace us with this beautiful desire, this amazing love that you have for us, but that we can reciprocate it and love you, O oh God. And may it be daily in our life and not end at Easter, but forever go deeper and deeper and grow in our affection and longing and love for you. And we ask all of this in your name, Jesus, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. So look forward to Lent. Don't feel it like, great, it's 40 days of giving up stuff. No, it's 40 days of longing for the Lord more and let's see what he does by Easter. Wow, we'll have so many miracle stories. We'll have so many things to share with people of how God has worked in my life, has changed me, but also given me this greater desire for him. Have a blessed Lenten season and we'll see you next week.